0: News Radio Original Podcasts. Philadelphians have this habit when our teams win big games.
1: You might have heard about it recently. After the Phillies officially advanced to the World Series on Sunday, fans took to the streets across the city to celebrate. And in true Philly fashion, poles were climbed. Philadelphia police are in charge of physically greasing up the poles. Officials say they had about nine five-gallon pails of fluid left over from the Eagles' Super Bowl victory in 2018.
0: Yeah, Philly fans go hard. And for some reason, they really like to climb poles in the streets. The city tries to deter climbers by greasing up the poles. But people keep climbing them anyway. The tradition of climbing greased poles in Philadelphia actually goes way beyond sports. It's something they've been doing in the Italian market neighborhood for decades.
2: It's so Philadelphia, right? I mean, like, it truly is. And so I, like, would like to tell everybody, if you really want to learn how to climb a pole, come to the festival this year and learn how to climb the pole. Like, it's like, come on, like, let's just do it the right way. (laughs)
0: This is The Cast, a podcast about interesting and unexpected stories from Philadelphia. I'm Sabrina boyd Circa, and this week, we'll trace back the origins of the Grease Pole competition, which happens every May at the Italian Market Festival. And we'll try to figure out just why some people have this urge to scale a pole when they're celebrating, even if that pole is covered in gooey slime. After the Phillies secured a spot in the World Series for the first time since 2009, Nina Barati reported on the celebrations for KYW News Radio. That was her story you heard at the beginning. So, Nina, when was the first time that you heard of fans climbing poles in Philly?
1: I remember. Um... When We had the parade, what was that, 2009 for the World Series in Phillies? Yep. That was, I remember being there in high school. I skipped school that day and got in trouble later for it. But <laughs> we went to the World Series parade, and I remember that was the first time it was, I was around first that many people. I remember we were near, I believe, City Hall, and I just, that was the first time I was like, wow, people are climbing telephone poles, but it, it was a little bit different back then because there was much more things I think people could climb on in the city. There was, um, if you remember, there was all the you know newspaper boxes. A lot mm. of those aren't in existence around the city anymore. I don't know if it was my dad or my uncle. One of them actually got up on there. He had my cousin on his shoulder. So I, we didn't climb the pole, but I remember being up on the newspaper thing. I remember trying to get up on a trash can, but I couldn't deal with the smell. So I remember as a high school student seeing all of that. I think, I think that was the first time I was exposed to it, but Philly's been doing it forever. I mean, if there is a pole, there is a way they will climb it. That's how.
0: (laughs) Right, for sure. And it's funny. So it seems like that was before the greasing began. And at some point, definitely before the 2018 Eagles Super Bowl win, they started greasing the poles for safety to try to get people to not climb the poles. But I don't feel like that worked.
1: It didn't work. No, it didn't work. I think something I think sometimes the attitude around it is, you know, they do it as a precaution because, you know, it can be it can be unsafe. It's used as a deterrent, but I don't think I feel like, you know, just from talking to people on the street and fans, a lot of them feel like, "Oh, it's it's a challenge for us." I don't think the police or the city sees it as it's a challenge for them. I think they're doing it from a safety precaution. They don't want things getting out of hand. You know,
0: classic Philly, right? Something is, you know, meant to deter you and you just see it as a challenge.
1: Yeah, that was definitely that was definitely especially when they advanced to go to the World Series. I think that was the attitude for a lot of people that I saw in Mm -hmm. Center City. Totally. And the funny thing is, this is
0: actually a legitimate challenge in uh, certain parts of the city, right, that you had talked about in this story.
1: Yeah, this, I, I think this is also something for people who uh, aren't familiar with Philadelphia, specifically with South Philly and the Italian market. That's a huge tradition down there. I grew up with family in South Philly. We always knew about it. We always knew what was going on. But it's like, oh, yeah, people just climbed the lard pole in South Philly. What's wrong with that? It's a way of life here. <laughs> it is.
0: It is something that people know and love so much in South Philly. None better than Michelle Gambino, who is the manager of the Italian market festival. She is truly the expert.
2: It was always, like, about a sense of unity and community and celebration. People came together to achieve climbing the pole. The host of this competition
0: since 2019 has been DJ Eric Bartello, so he probably gets the best view of how this all actually happens.
3: The pole is greased with lard, and competitors will form teams to try and climb their way to the top to win prizes. There are uh, meats, cheeses, uh, gift certificates that are donated by the uh, merchants and the vendors of 9th Street. It's always a fun thing to watch these guys because yeah. they try really, really hard. And some some teams even go so far as to plan all year on how they're going to approach the poll.
1: People come in groups. It's an all-day event now. It's, I believe, a two-day festival. And there's all kinds of cool vendors. You get to explore South Philly and the Italian market. But specifically for that, it's like... People come just to see that they get, you know, their cannoli, they get their hoagie, whatever it is, and they sit down on they watch the people go up and down the pole. And what she said, you know, this has been going on for years. And it's funny. It sounds
0: like it's kind of hard to pin down exactly where this came from. I really wanted to get like the full history. And everyone's just kind of like, it's an Italian tradition from somewhere. Michelle said it comes from cultures around the Mediterranean.
2: A lot of the small towns and the provinces and the villages would have festivals and celebrations. And they might be in honor of like a patron saint of the town or the founder or whatever their story was in the town. They would grease a pole, but it would be over a body of water. So it would be long ways like this.
0: So we're climbing across the pole in this case
2: and trying to hang on and not slip off. Right. The prizes would be out, and people would shimmy out to get the prizes (laughs) on the grease pole, but they would fall into the water if they fell. Right. Now, a lot of places didn't have bodies of water. So I guess at some point in time, somebody was like, let's put up a pole, grease it, and put the prizes at the top and have people try to climb up there to get the prizes.
0: Now, Eric Bartello was a bit more specific about where exactly this started as far as he knows
3: its origins are traced back to a little town called Malta. It goes back a couple of centuries, actually, and it is something that has been adapted into many Italian festivals uh, throughout the United States and around the world.
0: I've actually been to Malta, and it is this gorgeous, small island country off the coast of Italy. I can totally see this happening there, especially as Michelle described, the long way, climbing out over the water and trying not to slip off. But at some point, it's spread around. There are now grease pole competitions in Canada, Indonesia, the Netherlands, the UK, and of course, a bunch of other American cities. Little Italy in New York is probably one of the biggest ones. But naturally, as we do, Philly saw this happening in New York and went, no, 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 we can do it better.
1: Yeah. So this tradition had started in Philadelphia in the 70s when the Italian Market Festival first started, which has you know grown over the years to what it is now. And they've been doing it every single year since. And teams do come back year after year. New people come back year to year. Even people who are just at the festival, they see it happening and they just want to join in. So it's you know, it's, it gets bigger every single year if you think about it.
0: Yeah. And those teams that come back year after year, they are like pros by now. But you have to ask. How do you become a pro? How do you get good at climbing up a greased pole? Well, we are going to find that out in just a minute after this break. A Philadelphia dentist today was sentenced to 22 years in prison and fined $100,000. This was just unbelievable. you got to understand the genius
3: in Larry. Nobody was doing coke at this point.
2: No one could believe that this highly educated, young, handsome man was this kingpin drug dealer.
3: This is Wolves Among Us, the Larry Lavin story. A documentary podcast from C-13 Originals the Cadence 13 Studio. Listen now on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welcome back to the Johncast. I'm Sabrina boyd Circa, and I'm here with KYW's Nina Barati. And we've been wondering what it takes to get good at climbing up a greased pole whether that's in celebration after the Phillies made the World Series or at an annual competition at the Italian Market Festival.
1: I think this should be an Olympic sport. I'm surprised
0: this hasn't (laughs) happened. You know what? I could see it getting there someday, honestly. But it is a serious business here in Philly, especially in South Philly. Michelle Gambino, who is the
2: manager of the Italian Market Festival, says there's an art to it. There's a way to do it. And so first teams try to ungrease the pole. So they have towels and shirts and whatever to try to move the lard down.
0: And the way that Eric Bartello explained it, he's the DJ who hosts the competition. It's kind of like a sport. Everyone has their position within this team.
3: The strategy that you almost always see is that a base is formed of about seven or eight guys who surround the pole. And it's almost like a pyramid. On top of their shoulders there will be another row of of (laughs) bodies and it keeps going up and up and up.
2: Then you need like you what you call your shooter, and your shooter goes up the layers and then grabs onto the pole.
3: Usually it's the, the smallest guy or the lightest guy who gets at the very top, and we're talking three, four tiers of humanity that somebody has to climb. A lot of people think it's easy, but it it's it's not. I gotta tell you, it's one of the most difficult challenges I've ever seen in, in a physical competition.
0: I don't know how anyone could think that this would be easy. It sounds really hard to me. I mean, you've seen people climbing poles. Nina, does it look easy to you?
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't. I think you need... <laughs> upper body strength but you also need mm. good like leg strength because not only are you pulling yourself up you have to hold yourself around like grip with your you know with your thighs with your hamstrings you have to, your quads you're gripping as you're pulling <laughs> and then on top of that you are up against the challenge of whatever the pole is greased with so specific to south philly with that lard
0: like and you know you think about it you're climbing on top of people you're sliding down this pole i think it's pretty dangerous too
3: You'll see things happen during the climbing where somebody's foot will step on somebody's face and they just step all over each other to get to the top. This is something that's new in the last decade is they have to sign waivers now. And when people fall, sometimes they get very, very high and they're about inches away from getting the prize and they fall. And, and that's always like nerve wracking because you don't want them to miss the pads that are on the bottom of the pole when they fall, God forbid. And when they go down, they go down hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a 25, 30 foot drop. We haven't seen anything like that, and I hope we never do, of course, but it does heighten the drama.
0: (laughs) But, I mean, these folks have been training somehow. They really know what they're doing, and they understand these specific tactics.
3: There are guys who usually will use a belt to wrap around the pole or a towel. That's Mm -hmm. legal.
0: They even know how the weather will affect the pole.
3: On hot weekends like we've had in 2022 – They don't make it any easier for the competitors to climb because the lard gets more slippery the hotter it gets and then the pole itself is metal and the pole gets hot a lot of times you'll hear guys who are well experienced in climbing the pole they'll tell you that they'd rather do it on a day with overcast or a cool day because the lard actually gets a little stickier Mm -hmm. and it makes it easier for them to climb the pole
1: as much as there is a strategy that these competitors have to climb that lard pole in south philly uh, michelle tells us that there's a certain strategy that they use to help coat the pole in lard to prevent people from, you know, getting to the top or just to make it more challenging for those competitors.
0: Yeah. And she was talking about how the city does it. And honestly, she just was not impressed.
2: She was not. We grease our pole with lard. The city is not using lard. And I don't know why they didn't call me to ask me what they should grease the pole with, but they just totally bypassed me. I was like, how are you not calling the person that knows grease poles? Like, And so the grease that they're using, people have already figured out how to climb the pole with the grease. Do you think it's that the grease that they're
0: using is less slippery than lard or that it's easier to wipe off? It's
2: easier to wipe off. It's less slippery. And if it rains, it comes right off.
0: This all just sounds so gross to me. I was like almost gagging when Michelle told me how much lard they have to use.
2: So our pole is 30 feet high and we usually use about... 10 pounds of lard. <laughs> oh my gosh. Over the course of the two days. So we grease the pole on Saturday and we grease it on Sunday of the festival. And we really like grease the pole. Like we don't skip. We are like plopping it on. That sounds absolutely
0: disgusting, but effective.
2: It is. <laughs> it is disgusting. And you know what's funny? The lard, when it goes on, is white, but when it comes off, it's black. Ew. Oh, that's so yes. gross. I don't know why it changes color. I don't know for what reason, but in the bucket it's white, and on the, and when it comes off the ball, it's black. That's so gross.
1: I know. I wonder what. I, maybe the color changes from people their sneakers being on the cement, and then their hands. I don't know what causes the color change. I'm gonna want to shower just after watching this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Michelle seems to have the sense that if the city had asked her for help. Maybe they would have done a better job of keeping people off the poles after the Phillies game.
1: It would definitely, I think, make it more challenging doing it the South Philly way. I think they need to ask Michelle. I think she, I think she's the expert in this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, she's the expert in how to grease it. And then the, the climbers at this competition are the experts in how to climb it. And she also encourages people to come and learn at the festival
2: this year. I think it's cool that other people want to climb. I want everybody to come to the festival and try to climb our pole in May. <laughs>
0: So, Nina, what do you think? Is there some kind of connection here? Is it possible that the competitors from this Italian market competition are one in the same as the people who
1: climb up the poles on Broad Street when their teams have big wins? I think at the core of it, I think, is the Philadelphia spirit thing is, you know, people are excited. Philadelphia, we have our own unique, you know, heritage here in the city, especially around the sports. So I do think that people who climb all these poles come from the place of they want to celebrate its tradition. They're excited over something. I don't think that they are, you know, the same, you know, in South Philly. It's that tradition. It's that pride that they made it to the top of the Grease up Larpol that people all across the country see on the news once a year. I think that's a different type of pride in that. So I think the celebratory reason is very different than the South Philly one. But I do think at the core of it all, you know, Philadelphians are going to be Philadelphians and they're just, you know, we're just excited (laughs) to be here.
0: Yeah, I do think it's the same sort of like, Energy, vibe, celebration, elation, you know. Michelle did say that she asked last year's winners if they were the ones climbing poles when the Phillies made the World Series. They were not, but that doesn't mean that none of the competitors did. There could be some crossover. We can't prove it, but Eric totally believes it's possible.
3: I absolutely think there is a correlation between the greased pole and the Italian market and the legacy it carries in South Philadelphia and how it influences... The some of these guys to to climb poles during the sporting events. It wouldn't surprise me to see some of our uh, seasoned veterans of of grease pole climbing out there, you know, testing <laughs> their their talent on the uh, on the street poles and uh, and things like that, and during uh, the parades and celebrations.
0: And you know, pole climbing is not totally unique to Philadelphia. We see these Italian festivals all over the place, and. The idea of climbing up a pole to get a better view of a parade, totally common. But there is something about this that is just so Philly to me. It's like, this is the energy of Philadelphia. This is just our vibe, perfectly explained. Yeah,
1: there's definitely certain things that happen in the city that you're like, oh, that's Philadelphia. And I think think pole greasing (laughs) is a Philly thing.
0: We do want to caution, though. Climbing the poles in Center City is no joke. They don't have the safety mats there that they do in the Italian market. So it can be dangerous and you can get in some pretty big trouble. At least one person did get arrested for climbing the poles when the Phillies made the World Series and he was just released on $100,000 bail. So keep that in mind and if climbing a pole sounds fun to you, maybe just get a team and start practicing for the festival in May. The Johncast is a production of KYW News Radio original podcasts, and it's made in Philadelphia by Tom Rickard, Brian Seltzer, Myron Kaplan, Holly Stevens, Bibiana Correa, and me, Sabrina Boyd Circa. Special thanks to Nina Barati for joining me on this one. If you want to learn more, we'll put a link to her story in our show notes, as well as a link to a 10 minute documentary about the Grease Pole competition made by Richard Cordesio. It is fascinating. We also used some sound for this episode from CBS Radio of the celebrations after the Phillies made the World Series. If you're on Twitter, follow us at TheJohnCast. And make sure you also follow us on the free Odyssey app or whatever podcast player you use so you can get every new episode. We'll be back with another story next week.